0: Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Lyle and Mon. And Lyle, we've had some people clap about the quiz, but it is still up for grabs.
1: Uh And I was hoping to catch out the quiz people with a mistake. And then then I was going to offer a double prize for anyone, if anyone could pick the mistake.
0: But... Tens that you are the one who was mistaken this morning. <laughs> yeah, maybe you maybe slightly
1: misheard what you read. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Okay, so pass me, the, pass me the clue real quick. Okay, okay, okay. There you go, I already there know, you know go. what the answer is. So uh-huh, pass me the clue. Uh-huh. All right, so this, is, this was clue number one. Mm-hmm. When the king of Israel read the letter I had bought him, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Okay, so the key to clue number one is not who wrote the letter. Because when you, when you initially read it, it's like, okay, this is the person who wrote this letter. No, 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 no. This is not the person who wrote the letter. This is the person who delivered the letter.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Who delivered the letter.
0: Ah, well, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's clue number one.
0: That was clue number one. <clears throat> but let's skip forward again. Uh, what, did we say that he was the commander of the army of the king of Aram? Have we said that one? I don't
1: think we've said that one. Let's do that one.
0: Clue number three. I am the commander of the army of the king of Aram. Mm. and of course you can find all these clues ahead of time on our Instagram <laughs> although this morning I did do a little bit of a first
1: <laughs> Yeah, you find them on Mon's personal Instagram this morning
0: <laughs> I forgot to switch accounts and I was posting to my personal
1: <laughs> did you have lots of friends who are going what on earth are you going on about Mon like,
0: is it a bit early for you Mon and I'm like no wrong account but um, oh, this is a good
1: idea maybe you should do this all the time and you can, t- you can move your personal friends across to, y- to listening <laughs> I to Faith I have, FM
0: I have previously done plugs for Faith Event on my personal account and ps listeners if you want to check out my personal account feel free i'm an open book mon mon monster is <laughs> my handle with uh underscores in between
2: <laughs> there
1: you go but
0: uh faith fm live is our and official if you want to check
1: out my instagram day. account which i haven't been on for about three years
0: it's 4b guy
1: with the number with the number four the letter b and then guy
0: and then guy yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I, I like my that's fourbys. us
0: that's us yep. our real z ones
1: yep and if you want to find my famous wife, who has like twenty thousand followers,
0: yeah, she's insta famous. Oh, absolutely, she is actually Instagram recommended user.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. indeed, she is mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Shellswell. swell. Mm-hmm. There you go. Very good. All right. So uh, let me Isn't see. Isn't it
0: swell shell? Not so- shell swell.
1: Um, it's don't swell don't
0: shell, right? Yeah, I got swell it right. Shell. Yeah.
1: Did I say self-swell? Uh, you
0: do. <laughs> well, see, it always
1: confuses me. Is like, which one's her email and which one's her Instagram? And it's just like, uh, that's my head in. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway. We're doing our encounter with God.
1: That's right. And we are in the book of Acts. We're
0: in the book of Acts. We're going to be here for a while. We're in chapter two. Aren't we? I think we're getting to the end of chapter two, actually. And uh, we're checking out... Um, Yesterday, a bit about what Peter was saying uh well peter's appeal to the to his listeners to the people he was giving his sermon to, and they had a um a conversion experience and then it talked about what they did together as a church and we talked about um how they shared meals, which is very important mm-hmm. and uh we covered you know how great that is as a as a community building um social you know something that even Jesus did you know. Absolutely, to build the church. Yeah, very important. <clears throat> and we talked about how it just tra- it transcends culture and language and everything. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking about um, an example. Can you imagine, right? If you're an explorer and you're going deep into the jungle, and you suddenly encounter a previously uncontacted tribe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what would you prefer? That they come at you and they're carrying spears. Or they come at you and they're carrying a plate of food.
1: Well, a plate of food I might be a little bit sus of as well. <laughs> it's an un- un- Uncontacted tribe, I'm like what is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, but you you know immediately their intentions.
1: But the thing that went through in my head this morning, as I was driving in, I was listening to, you know, the uh, conversation that um, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin just mm-hmm. had, or um, you know, when he met with Kim Jong Un. You know, maybe they should have um, rather than just sitting down and having a conversation together behind closed doors. They should have gone out to a restaurant. Yeah,
0: had a couple of had hot some dogs kimchi or something. Yeah, you yeah know? <laughs> hot dogs. And kimchi yeah that's right Uh, yeah exactly exactly
1: and uh i i I wonder how much i wonder how much that would actually change international diplomacy if that was how diplomatic relationships were carried out
0: i think it'd be really cool
1: i think i think from now on we should have all you know heads of state whenever they meet for you know diplomatic talks whatever to uh do it over over a meal yeah when they biblical precedent right there
0: and when they come to australia they can have some vegemite toast in a lamington
1: Absolutely, you yeah. might. fight with the New Zealanders over.
0: <laughs> over the Lamington. The Lamington.
1: But we own Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> that is ours. And Marmite. Marmite, of course.
0: Although Marmite is made in New Zealand. <laughs> Shh, don't tell us. Yes. <laughs> but
1: it's made by our church.
0: It's true, actually. Yeah, yes. sanitarium. Yeah, and, good idea. Uh, and
1: the profits of that go, of course, into development in the South Pacific.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen, indeed. Yeah, so we covered food. Um, and what else? The prayer and uh, fellowship doctrine. and teaching, of course. Teaching a yeah, doctrine. my
1: favorite part. I, I, just, I feel comfortable in that space.
0: Yeah. That's cool. You can do the doctrine and I'll cook. All right, yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, and
1: she'll can pray for us.
0: That's it. We're done. we got We're, the team. We, we are whatever. sorted here this <laughs> we morning. We have an early, we have the first at <laughs> Faith FM Church. quick we say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where two or three are gathered in my name. I'm there in the midst of them and Jesus is here with us at Faith FM this morning and I'm hoping that he is right there with you wherever you are right now.
0: First Radio Church. Okay. Okay. So what are we looking at today?
1: We're looking at a story that is so famous there is a song about it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Peter and John went to pray. I don't know it.
1: And met a lame man on the way.
0: Oh, I don't know it, but I know the story
1: now. I'm, I'm really scared because I don't think I should sing on radio because I think that everybody will tune out.
0: I'm pretty sure everyone would love it if you <laughs> sang. And I, I have a feeling we're all a little bit demented. We would like it even more if you didn't sing well. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something satisfying about someone who can't sing <laughs> who sings on Has a radio. crack yeah. out of it, eh? Yeah. Oh,
1: uh, dear. Yeah, well, I'm confident, but maybe not quite that confident. <laughs> Although um, <coughs> my wife did serenade a stranger and convinced them to sing with her she on Sunday. Did. Oh, yes, of course. part of the scavenger hunt. Was <laughs> yes,
0: was one of the challenges on the scavenger hunt was to serenade <laughs> a stranger and double points if you get them to sing with you. She did a good job on that one. She did indeed. Yeah, we have Much video better. evidence. <laughs> but but, but my, w- my wife can sing amazingly. Yes, she's got pipes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, okay, so uh, why don't you start for us in uh, chapter three for us, Mon?
0: Okay, Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money.
1: Okay, let's stop there for a moment. Uh, let's think about this lame man for a moment because here is somebody who being crippled would definitely have known about Jesus. Mhm. You know, anyone at that particular time who had a deformity or a disability would have known about Jesus because they would have known of his reputation for healing so many people.
0: Yeah. And when you're hopeless and yet when you hear Jesus, a glimmer of well, hope. he
1: can't he mm-hmm. can't go to find Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus has avoided him. Mm-hmm. How would you be feeling as that man right now?
0: Oh, you'd feel hopeless.
1: It's like every time Jesus comes to the temple, he avoids me. Mm-hmm. He's on the other side of the temple. I mean, this is a big building, uh, an enormous building, and you know, lots of different ways that you can come in and out of the building, lots of different gates and so forth. And I bet that you know, in his mind is like, okay, I am sitting here in the gate of the temple. Jesus is in Jerusalem, I know he's here. You know and and, and and getting the people who carried him in there to strategically place him in such a in such a way that like yes, Jesus is going to walk past today, and Jesus just never does.
2: Mm.
1: now, the reason that I am saying that Jesus avoided him is because Jesus is God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And was Jesus ignorant to the fact that there was a layman in the temple? I believe not. Yeah, no Jesus knows about this, and yet Jesus has not gone to this layman and then, you know, and so he's hoping and hoping and hoping, well, it's a matter of time. Sooner or later, Jesus comes to the temple. Sooner or later, I'm going to see Jesus and I have a chance of being healed. Mm -hmm. A little bit like blind Bartimaeus. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's down there in Jericho and and I love that story because – you know, he hears that Jesus is somewhere in the vicinity and he starts calling out for Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. And, and the people are like, shut up, mm-hmm. be quiet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the more they told him to shut up, the more desperate he got. He's like, no, this is my one and only chance. Mm. I don't know whether Jesus will ever be here again and I'm going to seize this opportunity right now. And he is yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs for Jesus to come and to, you know, to at least acknowledge him and heal him. And, of course, you know, Jesus doesn't turn him down. Mm. Um, And the louder he yells, the louder he screams, the greater the amount of attention that is brought onto the power of Jesus to be able to heal people.
0: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
1: And so here you've got this situation where you have – Um, you know, this lame man. And, of course, his opportunity to call out to Jesus as Jesus is walking past and catch his attention has never come. Mm. And then he hears the news that Jesus has been crucified, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: at which point it's like, well, I'm going to be lame for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. That would be really heartbreaking. He's sitting there in the temple and uh, he's asking for alms. Mm. What does it mean that he's asking for alms?
0: it's a bit weird because you think he'd need legs, but he was asking for arms. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a terrible pun. <laughs>
1: Old I, English g- does give opportunity for all kinds of terrible puns.
0: A L M S, right? A L M S those are um donations, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's
1: asking for donations. Mm-hmm. He can't work. there's no social security system, mm-hmm. and so people in this situation at that particular period in uh, history were expected to ask for arms, and people were expected to support them, and there was provision within the uh, you know the constitution of Israel to support people like this. and so, yeah, that was what he was that was why he was there, that was what he was doing, and as he is doing it there. Uh, Peter and John come past and he just sees them as two other people and asks them for arms for a contribution.
0: But this time he really did get legs.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're running ahead of the story.
0: <laughs> it's Such a good story.
1: <laughs> okay, chapter three and verse
0: four. Says, Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said, Look at us.
1: Okay, verse
0: 5. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money.
1: Okay, so let's stop there for a moment. Um, You know, he's there like, you know, he's he's begging, and I've been to lots of countries where you have beggars, and we even have beggars here in Australia, which we usually call homeless people. And, you know, sometimes they will ask for money. Sometimes they'll just sit there with a dejected look on their face and their hat in front of them and, and, and so forth. Um, and it's really disappointing in Australia when they pull out their iPhone and start Yeah, I was, was you know. just about to
0: say, and sometimes they'll sit there with their iPhone, iPhone X texting their wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, but, you know, there are people out there who are in genuine need and we should help people who are in genuine need. <gasps> what I think is interesting is Peter doesn't just walk up and throw something in his, in, his, um, in his hand or his hat or whatever it was that he was holding. He says, look at us. And if I was that particular man, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to get a contribution right now." And but it just seems unusual. Look at us. Mm -hmm. I think that Peter may have been drawing attention to the fact that he was a poor Galilean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he is not a wealthy person. Yeah, no. But even still, what you find is that you know your local friendly bogan is usually the most generous.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I
1: have. I have, uh, you know, you know, many, many times gone door to door for charity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about once a year, I'll, I'll spend some time going door to door for charity. I think it's a good thing to do, and I think all Australians should take the opportunity to volunteer. And I've noticed a few things. You, your your average friendly bogan is much more likely to respond and say, "Yeah, I'll give a hand," mm-hmm. and actually be honest about you know um, going door to door mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: and then if you want to get good contributions don't go to the wealthy suburbs yeah no. don't go to the snobby suburbs don't go to the middle class s suburbs
2: mm-hmm.
1: go to your, go to your Bogan suburbs your local friendly bogan is is is, um, is usually the most generous and so you know I'm thinking this guy's like yeah okay he's is a, he's a Galilean he's he's our local friendly bogan right here and uh, he, he'll he'll make a contribution
0: I, I just want to a little pause because I think yeah. you know how last week I created a new word. I think you just created a new word. I think you just said snobberbs, which is a great way of describing snobby suburbs. Snobberbs. Oh, yes. yes. I
3: like it. Did I say that? <laughs>
0: you did. I couldn't. I, that's snubberbs. why I'm smiling my face with snobberbs.
1: <laughs> I didn't even hear myself say that, snobberbs
0: That's great We're keeping up our quota of new words S- on the show
1: <laughs> so, going to, so going to use that word
0: <gasps> Mr. Lamb's yeah, going to be so impressed with gonna, us Oh, he lives
1: in one of the snobberbs <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, We're going to go to the snobberbs today yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's a good word, good word yeah. So Peter was not from a snobberb
1: He was not from a snobberb He was from a, uh, what, what, what do you call a, a suburb where Bogans live?
0: Bougainville. That's right.
1: (laughs) We do. That's Australia. Uh (coughs) Rednecks for Americans, Mm -hmm. but um, good-hearted people. Nevertheless, you know he looks at them. They have, you know, um, he's expecting something, and then Peter disappoints him really badly. What does Peter say in verse six?
0: But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have.
1: Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, so, so, so he's like, you know, the guy, his heart sinks at this particular point.
0: Yeah, it sinks, but then it must go back up because he says, I'll give you what I have. And it's like, and oh, he's looking
1: at them, well, what do they have?
0: Like lunch? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's valuable. All right, so keep going.
0: In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk.
1: Okay, and what happens?
0: Well, he gets up and walks. Verse 7. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. Then walking, leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with them.
1: Okay. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. Mm -hmm. The Bible does not say he was just walking. Mm. He was walking, he was leaping, he was praising God, he was jumping around.
0: Yeah, he's, he's jump, leap, walk. He sounds like a gazelle.
1: <laughs> okay, so once you think about the significance of this particular miracle that has taken place right here, here you have a situation where, you, you, you know, when somebody hasn't walked for like a year or something or other,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they have to learn. All over again. Yeah, yeah. You've got to get the parallel bars out, got Uh to do the rehab, and it's going to take them a couple of months to be good on their feet again.
0: Got to go see a physio. And as far
1: as jumping goes, Mm. a person is a long way from jumping around and jumping up and down and leaping around. And this one is a person who has never walked in his entire life. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And this is what God does. When God heals somebody, he does it properly. Mm -hmm. He doesn't heal someone and say, now go and get rehab." Yeah, it's true. He's like, when God's healing, he heals the disease, he heals the sickness, he heals the injury, he heals everything associated with it, and he includes rehab in the the package.
0: It's like 100% perfection.
1: Yeah, complete package right here. So imagine going from never having walked to leaping and jumping around the place.
0: If I had never walked before and suddenly had the ability, I'd be pretty happy and jumpy. Okay,
1: so was this a situation, you know, because oftentimes today we have charlatans out there who will, you know... Employ people to be wheeled up in their wheelchair and be healed, and then to walk away. Mm. Was that this kind of a situation? You know, was this one of these faith healers who who goes out and says, "Okay, I'll give you fifty bucks to come to my church tonight in a wheelchair and walk back out again."
0: No, because he wasn't expecting anything other than maybe just a couple of pennies or something. True,
1: but there's Mm -hmm. another clue to this story that shows that this was not a trick situation how long had he been lame
0: Uh, let me have a look lame from birth it says
1: and where did he go where was he carried every single day of his life
0: uh beside the temple gate the one called beautiful okay
1: so every so 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 this is a a grown man Mm -hmm. so we're thinking you know he's at least 18 Mm -hmm. you know he might be uh 30 40 50 we don't know yeah But we do know that for at least 18 years, because he's a man. Well, the Bible doesn't say a young man either, but the Bible says, you know, anyway, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's at least 18. Mm -hmm. And so for at least 18 years, he has been there every day. Mm. All right, so how are you going to deny this now? Everyone in Jerusalem knows this man. Yeah. Everyone in Jerusalem has seen him in the temple. The entire population, he is well known. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we continue on with our story, and um, he's leaping and and, uh, praising God. Um, Let's continue on, uh, verse 10 and 11, please.
0: 9, 10, 11? Yeah. Okay. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John.
1: <laughs> you can imagine he would. He's like, yeah. I don't want to leave these guys. These are my two new best friends. Uh-huh. And when Peter saw it, he answered and said to the people, you men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why do you look so earnestly at us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man walk? Now, if you're starting a new religion and you just pulled off a stunt like this, mm. this is your opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is your opportunity to say, "Yeah, I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm the greatest here, and uh, I'm, I'm the leader, and mm-hmm. I've just done this great miracle."
0: Yeah, I'm in charge of this church. No, 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 Sign no. Sign up here.
1: He continues on, The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. So he just starts straight into a sermon right here. Mm -hmm. He has a crowd and he's starting with a sermon. But we'll be back after we listen to Carly Fletcher.
2: We will keep the commandments of
4: God.
1: You're listening to Carly Fletcher with Follow the Lamb here on Faith FM, and we're back with our encounter. We can counter with God and another clue for the quiz.
0: Who am I? I said, I thought that he would call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot, and cure me of leprosy. Mm. Mm. He had a spot,
1: so of we got a leper. Leprosy.
0: Got a leper. If you know who it is, give She's us a call. It's a kind
3: call. of ex-
1: obscure story for most people, I think, but um, if you grew up on Uncle Arthur's
0: <laughs> bedtime stories, it's about like a
1: favourite story that kids yes, ever had. I
0: can still see the picture in my mind of the little girl who comes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out her master. But, yeah, give us a call if you know the answer, 1-800-FAITH-FAM. It's 1-800-324-843.
1: And it's a great story too because it's got, you know, you've got the prophet of God, you've got the foreigner who is ill, You have, you know, the little girl who's the hero. She has, you know, Mm -hmm. no parents and so forth. She's a slave girl. You've got Gehazi, the Mm -hmm. sneaky, snaky uh, servant who is trying to, you know, steal things behind his master's back. You've got, you know, these two kings that are at war with each other. Um, Everything is involved in this.
0: Yeah, it's a really great story.
1: And it, uh, of course, involves, um, is there a clue coming up about um, a body of water? It involves a body of water.
0: Yep, that's the next clue.
1: Okay, so I can't give too much away. Okay, all right. Mm. Always try and start a conversation here, see if I can get Mon to give it away. But
0: <laughs> oh, it. you're the one who's more <laughs> perceptible to that, susceptible to that. So you should be very careful doing that.
1: <laughs> uh, it'll happen again one of these days. I got to get, I got to get get three in one year. That's
0: uh, <laughs> that's my aim. Good luck. We're already past the halfway mark of this year, aren't we?
1: Uh, close to. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. We must be coming up to our six month anniversary. We started in February,
0: February 28th. Yeah.
1: When, when, we'll have to find out when the first live show actually went to air.
0: I think, it, yeah.
1: A bit of a celebration.
0: Yeah. We do have
1: a birthday party coming up for a 10 year anniversary for Faith FM.
0: We do indeed,
1: um, and that is not this weekend, but the weekend after, and that will be in uh, what the Seventh Adventist Church in Narbathong in Victoria.
0: Uh, not not in Narbathong, but near Narbathong. It'll be in Nana
1: Wadding. Yeah, all N- these N- Victorian N- names they start N- that names. start with N. Yes. Sound the same, to <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> so it'll be at the Seventh uh, Adventist Church in Nana Wadding on July twenty eighth, and uh, you're all welcome to come along for our ten year anniversary birthday party. And
1: Mon and I will be there doing a live breakfast show.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, from the from the from right there in the church, right there in the church. Yep, yep.
1: absolutely from the front.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, up the front, no messing around.
1: Absolutely. So come and, come and meet the host, particularly if you're in Victoria. So if you're in Victoria and you want to meet the host of the breakfast show, come um, not this weekend, the weekend after to Nunna Warding Seventh Day Adventist Church at nine thirty in the morning. And if you want to meet the breakfast show hosts here in the Newcastle Sydney area, then come to Maitland Seventh Day Adventist Church at a date very soon to be announced in which we will give you a waffle breakfast. Actually, Mon will give you a waffle breakfast. You wouldn't want to eat mine.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: <laughs> okay. You didn't have to say that.
0: Well. You could have just... Laughed. Laughed. <laughs> I think we all know why I'm laughing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all
1: right. Where are we up to in our verse? Let's, look, let's, let's read um, Peter's sermon here. Do you want to read, uh, pick it up for us in uh, uh, verse 13? Um, and we already read verse 13, but read it again and continue on down through.
0: For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus who you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him.
1: Okay, there you go. This is interesting. One of the few people that was condemned to death for being found innocent, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And Peter points it out, you know, Pilate found this guy innocent. Yep. And you guys crucified him. Once again, Peter is doing Doing it, Peter. Peter, (laughs) He does a few of these in the early stages. Mm -hmm. He calms down a little bit later. Keep going.
0: You rejected this holy righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact.
1: Okay, and once again, this is central to the preaching of the early church the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus, this is where they start.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Keep going. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Friends, I realize that you and your leaders did to Jesus that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance, but God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the messiah
1: okay let's stop there for a moment this is a this is a great um, it's a great evangelistic tactic that Peter is using mm-hmm. um, and and one that we use in in preaching on a regular basis these days where you're giving a very very straight message to an audience who doesn't want to hear it but you let them understand that you understand they did it in ignorance. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these people, you know, they didn't do it in ignorance. They knew that Jesus was the Messiah and they killed them anyway. Uh, but Peter is giving them the opportunity to confess and repent and at the same time save face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, he's, he's making it easy. He's like, yeah, you guys did this through ignorance. And, and I think, you know, the vast majority of them did exactly that. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going.
0: The Messiah must suffer all these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, Anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. You are the children of these prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, Through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. When God raised up, raised up his servant Jesus, he sent him first to you, people of Israel, to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways.
1: Okay, so the early Christian church is getting quite a boost here, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You know, first of all, you've had this situation where God catches their attention by giving them the gift of languages, and the Bible lists 14 different languages um, that we know as a minimum were given on that particular day. Mm. That catches their attention. Peter uses that opportunity opportunity to preach about Jesus Christ, the death, burial, resurrection, salvation by faith, and return of Jesus Christ. Those Mm. are the five key elements of Peter's first sermon. And I want you to notice in his second sermon here, he speaks about the death of Jesus. Mm -hmm. He speaks about the resurrection of Jesus. He speaks about the promise of Jesus. He speaks about the opportunity of salvation that comes through Jesus. Mm -hmm. He directs all of their attention to Jesus. This is a Christ-centered, Christ-focused message that is being taken right here. Mm -hmm. In fact, I want to read to you a statement. And uh, this one comes from a book called Gospel Workers, this is a book by a lady by the name of Ellen White, who was one of the founders of our church. Mm-hmm. She said this, Of all professing Christians, Seventh-day Adventists should be foremost in uplifting Christ before the world. The proclamation of the third angel's message calls for the presentation of the Sabbath truth. And of course, you know, we're Seventh-day Adventists. We, we talk about worshipping on the Sabbath, and we practice that just as the Bible said. Um, but she goes on, and she says, This truth with others included in, the, included in the messages to be proclaimed. But the great center of attraction, Jesus Christ, must not be left out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is at the cross of Christ that mercy and truth meet together and righteousness and peace kiss each other. The sinner must look to Calvary with the simple faith of a child. He must trust in the merits of the Saviour, accepting his righteousness, believing his mercy. What a great passage there. I like Cops a bit of flack sometimes, but I've got to tell you, she points people to Jesus Christ and the Bible. And you can't go wrong if that's where you are looking. And so that's where you should look today. This is All Sons and Daughters, You Will Remain. You're listening to... Fight it
4: All the chisels I've told carving idols of stone That have crumbled like sand neath the waves I've recklessly built all my dreams in the sand Just to watch them all wash away Through another day, another trial, another chance to reconcile To one who sees past all I see And reaching out my weary hand, I pray that you'd understand You're the only one who's faithful to me all the pennies I've wasted in my wishing well I have thrown like stones to the sea. I have cast my lots, to my guard, searched aimlessly for faith to be faithful to me. Through another day, another trial, another chance to reconcile. To one who sees past all I see And reaching out my weary hand I pray that you'd understand You're the only one who's faithful to me You're the only one who's faithful to me
1: Welcome back, everybody. We have come to our question of the day section, which is a most interesting one about the keys of the kingdom. Before we come to it, Mon, if you could read for us our...
0: Last clue for the Who Am I quiz. Come on, folks, let's get this one done. The last clue is, After washing seven times in the River Jordan, Jordan River, Mm -hmm. I was healed of leprosy. Seven
1: times, not six.
0: Not five. Seven. Not eight. God
1: is always specific when God asks us to do something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's right After washing
0: seven times in the Jordan River Who was healed of leprosy? Give Mm. us a call now Step up the prize Okay,
1: here's a a clue for you Um, Once you figure out the answer to this one Go and Google um, his name And it will come to me in just a moment When it does, I will um, come back to that Okay C.D. Brooks, Charles D. Brooks' sermon on this particular individual is just an outstanding sermon. You'll find it on YouTube somewhere. Oh, okay. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, absolutely. You will enjoy it. It is a masterpiece. Okay, so the Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, Jesus said to Peter, Blessed are you, Peter, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever shall be bound on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay, so from this particular passage here, um, there are those who have come to the conclusion and argued that Peter was the first pope, and that at this particular point the keys of Heaven and hell were entrusted to Peter so that he could choose who went to heaven and who went to hell. Mm. And Jesus, you know, gave that that gave that away to to Peter so that uh, you know Peter now had that power. There's a couple of important points here. First of all, the Bible does not say that. Yeah. The Peter says you are Peter, which is Petros. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on and says, and upon this Petra. Now Petros is a pebble. Petra is a mountain of rock. Okay, The mountain of rock is the statement that Peter has just made that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Okay, so that's the first important point there is that there are two different um, individuals that are being spoken of here and throughout the Bible. The Petra, the rock, is always Jesus Christ.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, so, uh, and of course, you know, um, we go on to verse 23, but he turned and said to Peter, get you behind me, Satan. So he called Peter Satan just a couple of verses later because of something else that Peter had said. You know, even later, even after the crucifixion, he comes to Peter and says, "Hey, Peter, when you're converted, strengthen your brethren." And it wasn't even converted. Then a little bit later on, he comes to you know Paul has to rebuke Peter
2: mm.
1: publicly mm. because Peter had sinned publicly and done the wrong thing. You find that in the book of Galatians, chapter two, uh, one and two. Then you know, you've got you've got so many other occasions when Peter really really messes up badly, and in the book of Acts you find that Peter was not the leader of the Christian church; James was the leader of the Christian church. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a a sidetrack. Though, what are the keys of the kingdom that were entrusted to the disciples? Because if you read this in context, the next verse says, "Then he charged his disciples." So he is charging his disciples here um, that they should tell no man that he was the Christ. So this is a message that is given to the disciples that whatever um, is um, loosed in heaven um, on earth shall be loosed in heaven and whatever is bound on, on earth shall be bound in heaven. How does that actually take place? We find a great example in the book of Acts that we have just been reading. How is it that we have the keys? How can we use those keys? Because these are keys that belong to Jesus Christ alone keys are obviously for the purpose of opening something in this case the gates of heaven how can i open the gates of heaven for you how can you open them for me as a disciple of christ peter opened the gates of heaven in acts chapter 2 and acts chapter 3 by presenting the gospel and then those people responding to the gospel through their decision not peter's received salvation So we open the gates of heaven and we present, here are the gates of heaven open for you. It's your choice whether you enter or not. That's how we use the keys that have been entrusted to us and that belong to Jesus Christ. And that privilege is available to every single one of us.
0: If you have a question, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. We would love to field your questions and use them as the question of the day.
4: All the chisels I've doled, carving idols of stone That have crumbled like sand in the waves I've recklessly built all my dreams in the sand Just to watch them all wash away Through another day, another trial, another chance to reconcile To one who sees past all I see And reaching out my weary hand, I pray that you'd understand You're the only one who's faithful to me All the pennies I've wasted in my wishing, well, I have thrown like stones to the sea. I have cast my lots, dropped my guard, searched aimlessly for faith to be faithful to me. Through another day, another trial, another chance to reconcile To one who sees past all I see And reaching out my weary hand I pray that you'd understand You're the only one who's faithful to me You're the only one who's faithful to me
0: Welcome back to Faith FM. This is my favourite part of the show because we get to give away free stuff. And today we are giving away a lovely Music City album by...
1: Alita Fong. Yes,
0: a beautiful My Fong album. This is really beautiful music, and it's uh, made with uh, Sonia Kotevsky and Sharissa Fong, and it is her Give Me Jesus album. So it's 11 beautiful songs, Give Me Jesus, My House is Full All Along, I Have a Friend, Alabaster Box, and so on.
1: Sensational singer.
0: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful Worldwide music. sensation. Yes, yes. She often performs around the world. Uh, she was the official singer for GYC and for Pathways to Health Um uh, at the Which beginning of this major, year. Major, major conventions in the United yes, States. Yes, huge, thousands and thousands of people. And I think she was the only official singer there. So, yeah, it was uh, incredible and um, it was a blessing to see that. But here you can get her album from us today for free. We decided yeah. to do something different today. No book, but we'll do, give you some beautiful music to listen to.
1: Absolutely. We, you, we often feature her music here, of course, yes, on Faith FM. Yes, of course,
0: FM. yeah. So if you would like a copy of this album, give us a call now. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. 1-800-324-843. Or you can text 0491. No. 064. No. 669. No. 0491.
1: Oh, did did you say zero four? I thought you said zero four one nine.
0: No, zero four nine one.
1: Lyle, wakey Here wakey, Lyle. All confident, like
0: wakey wakey, I've Lyle. I got
1: mine out. This I'm is like, the no, second time you thought no, something was wrong. No,
0: <laughs> you thought the quiz clue was wrong too, and it have was a a right. Well. A bad morning this morning. <laughs> what, what is it with this Tuesday? I told happened? you it's because you're getting old. Because you sound like twenty one <laughs> today. <laughs> I did tell yeah. you at the beginning of this show. <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, give us a call if you would like my leader's album. And, of course, give us a call if you would like to uh, get in touch with someone about learning more about the Bible.
1: Absolutely, because we can set that up for you. We love to set that up, um, and we can make that happen for you either in uh, Bible Correspondence course, one-on-one, small group, uh, seminar, um, evangelistic program. There are lots of different ways of about learning about the Bible, and uh, we'd like to be able to... Um, set that up for you and if you would like to do my course the prophetic code course then of course give us a call and we can make the prophetic code course available for you it's a um, it's solid bible teaching um, on the prophecies of the bible and uh, that's what that's what i wrote it to be that's what it's intended to be so you can call us about that and you can do my bible study course Uh, What else have we got? We probably should remind people that if you are listening to the show and it is not Tuesday the 17th of July, then that means you are missing out because you are listening to the delayed broadcast. Mm -hmm. And we often get phone callers, call call through like, oh, we want such and such or we've got an answer for the clue. And it's like, well, when was that one done? Oh, that might have been yesterday or last week or something or other. So if you want to listen to the live show, if you sometimes wonder why the news is a couple of days out of date, then jump over to the live show. And you can do that by using the TuneIn app on your mobile device or faithfm.com.au. What
3: a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because We do not carry Everything To God in prayer Have we tried temptations. Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it Wait! Take Thee, take it to the Lord in prayer. In His arms He'll take and shield Thee, Thou wilt find a soulless there.